Hello and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls preview show for Derby County. Supported by Blue Collar Street Food. Well, Derby County are not in great form at all. Um, to help me talk about this, I've been joined by Matt Lansley. Hi, Matt. Hi, Paul. Well, their form is abysmal, Matt, isn't it? Theirs is, but ours isn't much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I know. That is the horrible reality of supporting Reading It Football. really is the horrible, yeah, it's the horrible reality of supporting Reading FC coming up to Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes, <laughs> Christmas, yeah. I saw the club tweet out earlier, or was it maybe yesterday? Oh, excitement about two Reading home games coming off at the Medeski Stadium. Didn't necessarily get a positive response, that tweet. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, it's, it's just asking for fights <laughs> and, oh, no. Oh, I feel, not, I feel not... the social media guy you has to put it out there. But, um, There's a time and a place. <laughs> yeah, like never. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about Derby's formula. No wins in their last five matches. Three goals in their last seven games. Yeah, only three goals. I mean, we moan about last weekend's game with Stoke City, which was, as I've heard, I didn't see it, one of the dullest games ever. But three goals in seven matches, that is atrocious. They've only got one away win this season, and that was against Huddersfield on the first day of the season. And I know all of our fans, their alarm bells are ringing in their head. Paul, do not talk about this terrible form because we know where it's heading. Matt, why are Derby so poor? Um, well, I think we kind of saw the answer under almost under Yapstam um, because I think Philip Cocker is pretty much the Yapstam mark too. Um, I, like I've, I've w- watched a couple of their games on Sky, and it's just you just get bored, senseless watching it. Um, it's it's it's. It, all you can really say it is literally stamble football it's it's just passing it around their, their their back four back five whatever they decide to play um to be fair their defense has been quite solid but i think that's well purely purely because they they, they don't really they don't really do much themselves really but i mean that they they're just well we're we're gearing this up to be a belter i know but they're just a very dull team to watch um and they're that well that their, their form and their their goals that they their goal tally just emphasizes that i mean they there's not really much more you can say about them apart from they're just no dull. <laughs> exactly i mean they've conceded 28 goals and they've scored 21 i mean i i know you can look at us and say we're poor as well and there's no doubt if you're a derby fan listening to this i'm fully aware that red are poor and have been for many years now but Derby County is a club you kind of associate with a bit higher up the table, traditionally. And I know they've had problems with like funds and all those kind of things. But if you look at their style of play, they average over 400 passes per game. In comparison, we got 340, but so many of them are in their own half. And I think the best example you can give of Derby is last weekend against Millwall. They lost 1-0. They had 64% of the possession, one shot on target. Mm. Now... <laughs> that is that's kind of summing it up, really. Well, well, yeah, and the fact that they, they've scored 21 goals in 22 games is less than a goal a game. I think it's third. It's definitely down there. I think it's the third lowest in the league. You know, it's it's, it's just it's well, it, it 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 is just so reminiscent of of that stand ball that we saw in his in in Yapstam's last season. 
Um, and and it's well, it's not it's not really well. I I can't really believe how Koku's still there to be honest. Um, given like I know obviously all of his history in the past with I think it was PSV didn't he come come in from someone in Holland, but it, it's just been woeful. And I know a lot of the Derby fans have well they've not been with with Koku for quite a few weeks now. Um, it's certainly not looking like it's working out for him um and it, well i think if a, a loss against us at the weekend will go above them would, would that be the final straw for him um obviously they've got rooney good old wayne rooney waiting in the mist but <laughs> uh, he certainly is not going to turn around their fortunes but thankfully he won't be playing against us we don't need to worry about him but 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 yeah like i think i think that that the fact they've scored 21 in 22 pretty much just says everything given their possession you know they 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 have all the possession they just don't do anything with it they just go play side to side and you know we know what happens when teams do that yeah well you're right about them it could be at the end of Philip Koko at the end um, uh, of the season or any after this game because they even got booed off at home in their last game against Millwall. I mean, we've seen that so many times already in the last few years. It doesn't necessarily mean someone's going to get sacked the next game. But I don't know. I think they seem to have hit a real wall of just negativity and just going and sliding down. Even their manager saying that Wayne Rooney coming in isn't going to solve all of their issues. I mean, that's obvious. I mean, Wayne Rooney was a brilliant world-class player 10 years ago, and I'm sure he'd do well in the championship. But it looks like they've got much more deep-rooted problems than that all over the pitch. Style of play seems to be one of the major issues. But they do still have someone like Martin Waghorn up front. He's got six goals. They've got Tom Lawrence in midfield. And they've also got someone who played for Reading not so long ago, Chris Martin. He's actually got four goals and three assists. So in some ways, he's actually been one of their most effective players. And I'm sure there'll be some fans listening to this saying he still isn't that great. But... I don't know. Just when Chris Martin was with us, I think being kind to him, and I know he had the illness that came out afterwards, he looked a little bit past it, being very uh, kind to him there. But <laughs> what kind of threats do you think that really that we're going to see from uh, Derby, Matt? What kind of players worry you? Um, Waghorn, like, he, he does he does worry you. You know, he had a fantastic season last season, Waghorn. Um strong obviously sense forward he's always going to cause you trouble but I think if, if 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 they can't get the ball up to him you know if they can't give him the service you know he's not going to do a huge amount and that seems to be the problem this year obviously last year they were playing a much more fast-paced um style of football under under Lampard and it seems to obviously suit them a lot more a lot one one thing as well obviously that They've they've got quite a lot of obviously strength in depth. They've got you know the like the likes of um is it Jofferson as well? I think one 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 of their wingers, Tom Lawrence splits opinion, um but on his day is fantastic. And you know someone like Jack Marriott as well. He's not started, he, well, he's, he's not started a lot definitely in the last few weeks I think. And that that their their fans as well want to start to see him. Obviously he. he he was very good last last season off the bench, Jack Marriott, but he's almost become a forgotten man really for him. Um, so yeah, like, but 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 again, if they can't if they can't get get the ball, if they can't get the ball to them. They're not really going. They're not going to cause you problems. So no. So the key battles I think has to be in midfield mm. because both teams are clearly lacking creativity. We saw it from our side 
against Barnsley didn't really create that much. We also saw it completely against Stoke City, maybe even worse. And we've seen it in previous games. I know we scored two against Birmingham, but I don't know. It's a pattern. Obviously, since John Swift's come out of the team, it's affected us badly. And I think it's made it far more difficult for Ovi Ajaria because he's got players on him all the time. And maybe his form dipped has dipped slightly as well, which happens to young players. Doesn't mean he won't come good again, because I'm sure he will, because he's still a quality player. But if we can win that battle, Matt, do you think that is the key to the game? Um, I think I think another key, and a lot of fans might not like to hear this, but you're almost going to have to just play deep-lying counter-attacking football against them because, you know, we, we, we saw, it, saw it under Stam. If you come out and play against a team like this, I know we're home and you you want to see them come out and play against them. But but I think, you know, Stan was the perfect example. When you do that, most of the time you probably will end up being picked off and you'll end up losing. Um, when when you don't do that, they'll have to come out to you. And you, you play counter-attacking football, they won't be able to handle you. Um, so it, it, it'll be a key battle in the midfield. But I think what Reading will need to do is just try and obviously stick to their, stick to their game plan. That game plan really in my eyes has got to be counter-attacking football because you're not gonna you're not gonna out football them you know you know that they're, they're, they're a good footballing side they might not do a lot with the football you know at the end of the day but 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 sure they can they can keep the ball well and pass the ball well so you know coming out and pressing them it could be pretty reckless really so just like it, it could be quite a frustrating game to watch almost like the stoke game um but 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 I think it, it it's just going to be a case of almost sticking sticking to the game plan, not trying to get too affected by the crowd. Which obviously, if it's nil nil after being a boring game after 30, 30, 35 minutes, you know, it's not going to be pleasant. But I think it, like if 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 they come out and obviously start, or, well, try try trying to press them too high, almost, you, you know, you're going to cause you're going to you're going to cause, cause your own problems there and a rod for your own back, really. Yeah, so I don't know. It's, it's difficult to know who to play in that situation because if you had someone like Yedem in the team, he's the perfect player to have there because he's going to give you some width and he'd give you some kind of like crosses into the box. And with Chris Gunter, he just doesn't seem to give you that same kind of, I don't know, it's a basic uh, way of looking at it, but it's like energy. And Yedem's just got a little bit more quality as well. Isn't yeah, it? I mean, he's not the it's... best right back I've ever seen, but he's pretty good. But I think one 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 thing about Chris Gunter that encouraged me at Stoke though he, he like he, he he probably had one of the better better games of any of the players there and and he had pretty much the freedom of the city down the right hand side but he had no one to play with because he had no one in front of him he had no one on the right he had no one really even in midfield to link up with and time time after time he he was free out on the right hand side but he had to go backwards because he couldn't he couldn't go forwards because there was no one no one to pass to so I mean like I. It's 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 a difficult one, but I like Gunter. Obviously, he always loves to go forwards. A lot of the time, he does obviously frustratingly stop at the halfway line and then go backwards. But 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 I mean, if 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 he gets kind of the same freedom that he did against Stoke, and it's one of the frustrating things about that Stoke game, how much space he had, we never utilised it. But I mean, if 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 he can find the same sort of space, then then problems will be made. But I just I I just hope that. We we can keep that width, or well, we can get that width that we didn't have at Stoke because that was almost the missing 
well, one of the many missing pieces at Stoke, admittedly. But um, but yeah, it would have gone a long way, certainly to help us against Stoke. If we're going to be playing counter-attacking, which is a possibility, is Charlie Adam the man to be playing in midfield? <sighs> a part of me says yes, and a part of me says absolutely not. <laughs> because, yeah. I mean, well, it, it, that that is... It's an it's an incredibly hard one. Obviously, you're going to be playing two up front. Um, we could almost see it just a base four four two. You know, at, you know, at the weekend uh, um, against Derby, I know we kind of played a very strange rendition of four four two at Stoke. Um, it was almost a four two 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 even. Um, but um, but 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 yeah. Um, I I would almost be inclined to play him because Charlie Adam when he when he gets space. He he really does show he is still a bloody good passer of the football. I mean, some of his passes he, he made even against, um, I think it was at Birmingham at the end of the game when he came on, and Barnsley also. And then for against against Stoke, you know, when when he gets the space to dictate a game, my God, can he dictate a game? But when when like like whenever anyone gets close to him or he's hurried, he is just as slow as oh, I don't even know what as slow as a snail, like. Sorry for the poor, um, poor analysis there, but <laughs> he, he, he is he is the most immobile object. I think you've you've seen quicker reversing trucks than 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 than, than Charlie Adam. But 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 I think the way that the way that Derby play, they don't they don't seem to press. You know, so it, it could almost be a game where he could thrive. And really, we we haven't really got anyone else really to dictate a game. Let's be honest. You know, Ovi's not 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 a player to dictate a game you know we haven't got anyone else who can pick out a pass or you know a long crossfield pass and one thing adam absolutely nailed down to a tee at stoke was all of his switches of play and everything so then obviously you've got set pieces as well so i thinking about it i'll probably be inclined to play him i think that i mean the only thing is there's a possibility of john swift coming back mark Byrne confirmed that today that oh, yeah. it could be but i mean that's a long time as we've seen with john swift when he comes back from injury it takes him a while to get back up to speed he's not one of these players that can come back straight in i'm gonna bang the elise drum again and i keep on banging this drum a lot recently and I know, I know it's kind of like he's a player that you just disappear completely. And I know he's not a Charlie Adam player who's going to dictate play. But I just think we need some more energy in that team, in that midfield. It's just really oh, it's so easy. The way Barnsley ran through us. If Derby come to us and just take over that midfield, the game is dead. As we saw against Birmingham, we just got completely overrun in midfield. If, 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 if Elise comes in, is he going to stop that? He's not going to stop it. You know, no, and, and he has more of a threat in the opposite direction, hasn't he? Yeah, but Charlie he, Adams not going to run past anyone. Oh no, no, he's not. He's not going to run past anyone. Type of but, player. But 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 then I just want to maybe not even start him. I don't think necessarily that, but not having not available. It's a, it, I'm not it's, quite it's, sure it's in this situation. It's an option we can try and use, yeah. but but I, I've, I've seen this argument for a few weeks now. But I just kind of think that you know, if if if, if you end up playing Ovi and Alise in a midfield. You know what you're gonna just absolutely be hammered in midfield, um, and it's, it's 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 almost like you've got to almost play one or the other. Maybe you know, you know, like you say, put him on the bench, have him as an option. Yeah, yeah. 
But I like I just I I I can't see what starting Elise is going to achieve. I really can't. No, no, but I do think we should have him on the bench and have him in there because at the moment we're lacking creativity, definitely. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's going to be the golden bullet who's going to come in and like transform our season because I don't think that for a moment. But I just wonder what what's happening there. What's happened to his form and where's he just disappeared? Because at the start of the season, we both went to the game against Chelsea. And we both agreed that he was going to be one of our main players because at that point we hardly had any players because <laughs> we haven't been through the transfer day madness. I just don't know what's happened to him. But on to the predictions now. What do we think will be the final score, Matt? Tough one, tough one, tough one. Um, I'm going to try and energise some Christmas positivity. I'm going to start off with a 2-0 win. 2-0 win. Sam Baldock to score. Sam Baldock to score both. There you go. There we go. That is infused, isn't it? That is that. Oh, God, you can see that. The whole of the Red and FC podcast listening audience is just like, we'll, yes. We'll, we'll, we'll be chanting Super Sam in all co- all four corners of the stadium by 5 five fifty In the car park. In the car yeah, park in, as well. In the car park. <laughs> yeah into Whitley around the station literally we'll, we'll, we'll flood the streets with super Sam love I'm telling you you heard it here first get your bets on yeah definitely <laughs> I'm gonna go for 2-1 I'm gonna say that we I can't see us not conceding I know we didn't last weekend but normally we concede at least one goal because he makes some calamitous error somewhere so I'm gonna say 2-1 hopefully that'll be the case that would be the perfect way to uh, see us into Christmas it would be good if that happens. And if you want to hear, read more about our fabulous win, we live in hope. This is uh, putting kind of like brackets. We cannot, this is a disclaimer. Don't blame us if it doesn't happen. You can read about it all and see it all about it all on our Instagram channel, our Twitter and our Facebook. So we'll be back after the game against uh, Derby with a podcast on Sunday and Alex Everson will be uh, hosting it. I'm going away for a bit. I just need a break from Reading, basically. You can understand that. You know, it's a bit too much sometimes. (laughs) Cheers.